Welcome to the newest Eden Center podcast, Building Ourselves Through Parsha. Our host, Karen Miller-Jackson, will use the Parsha to explore an aspect of social, emotional, or physical well-being relevant for 21st century life and its challenges. Karen is a certified Matan Moralalacha, Jewish educator, writer, founder of Kivun Lashirut, a guidance program for religious girls, and creator of Power Parsha. Consistent with the Eden Center's goal of enhancing women's spiritual life through Torah and Mikvah, Karen's insights, we hope, will serve as a springboard for self-introspection and discussion. The story of Lot's family and Stom in Parshat Ve'era is a disturbing one. It contains some uncomfortable topics such as a society which preys on the weak and inappropriate sexual behavior. The inclusion of these stories in the Torah suggests that it is important not to ignore these topics, but to find ways to talk about them. How do we speak to children and teens, both boys and girls, about self-confidence, protecting the weak, and respect for their own bodies and for each other. Some of you may have heard about the recent controversy in Israel over a music video made by a young female singer, which was criticized by a member of Knesset. Her video treats women as objects and hypersexualizes them. The MK wrote that her video even contributes to the culture of rape. These were strong words. The singer, who is currently serving as an IDF soldier, spoke out in defense of her video, which resulted in her being placed in an army prison for five days. The video may not be much worse than many others out there, but the debate around it is a reminder to parents and to educators that this material exists and it is likely being viewed by older children and teens. This presents an opportunity for parents and educators to talk to older children about topics such as self-respect, consent, healthy sexuality, and treating others with dignity, all important parts of the Eden Center's mission. If an inappropriate music video can be a good way to jumpstart conversations about not objectifying women and about healthy relationships, this week's Parsha can also be a springboard for these topics. In Parshat Vayera, we hear of the destruction of Stom because of their wickedness. We are introduced to what is happening in Stom with the following words. Vayomer Hashem, za'akat Stom va'amora ki rabah, v'chatatam ki chavda me'od. Erdana ve'ere'eh ha'ketza'akata, ha'ba'elai asu kala, v'im lo eda'a. Then the Lord said, the outrage of Stom and Amora is so great and their sin is so grave. I will go down to see whether they have acted altogether according to the outcry that has reached me. If not, I will take note. The biblical interpreters note the word hakitsa'akata, the outcry is significant. Nahama Leibowitz points out that according to the Pshat, this word could refer to the cry of the city of Stom itself. However, the Midrash in Pirkei de Rabbi Lezer notes the feminine language hakitsa'akata, and associates the cry with one woman, a young maiden. The word for young maiden in Chazal's language is riva, very closely linked to the letters of the word rabah, which refers to the great outrage of stone. There were many sins being committed in stone. Why does the Midrash highlight the cry of this young, one young woman? The Midrash explains that the girl who cried out was in fact one of Lot's daughters. According to the Midrash, Lot actually had four daughters, two of whom were married and died in the destruction of stone. One of them was his daughter who cried out, named Pelotit by the Midrash. Why did she cry out? The Midrash elaborates on this. She was married to one of the nobles of stone, 
and when she went out into the street, she saw a poor man suffering. Going against the grain and stone, where compassion was forbidden, she secretly brought him food and water. When the men of Stome discovered her actions, they ordered her to be taken and burned. She cried out to God, and that is the cry which God responds to by going down to see if Stome is in fact as sinful as it seems. So the cry of one weak woman who bravely tried to defy her valueless society is memorialized in the Torah. After this, the Torah tells the horrific story of Lot, who insisted on housing two guests who arrive in the city. The townspeople demand Lot give the guests over to them because, according to Rashi, they intended to sexually abuse them. Instead, Lot unfathomably offers them his own two daughters. Thankfully, they all manage to stay inside and are not taken. But the fact that Lot was willing to offer them up represents the ultimate low which he and his society had reached. After Lot and his two daughters escape Stome and survive, we encounter another difficult scene of incest. The Midrash explains that the daughters believe the entire world has been destroyed, not just Stome, and therefore they thought this was the only way that humanity could survive and continue. They give birth to the nations of Ammon and Moab. Reinforcing their good intentions is the Midrashic tradition which connects the heroine Ruth, Ruth, as a daughter of Moab, to Lot's daughters. Ruth, the mother of royalty of the Davidic line, David HaMelech, is a tikkun, a resolution of past sinfulness and sexual transgressions of Lot's daughters. The story of Lot's daughters is difficult and tragic. Yet it provides a framework to teach the values of respect, consent, and healthy relationships in the hopes of building a society which is the opposite of stone, which is filled with compassion, which contains ethical behavior, and which shows how to care for others in need. Shabbat Shalom. This week's podcast is sponsored by the Eden Center, which works to improve the life of Jewish women and families. Do you know someone who would make a good chatan teacher? A husband, brother, friend who you think would like to help others begin their married life on the right foot? Encourage them to join our upcoming chatan teacher training course starting this coming Sunday, October 25th. Details at theedencenter.com backslash chatan, H-A-T-A-N. This podcast is hosted by the Eden Center, whose goal is to reinvigorate the ancient female ritual of mikvah as a sacred space for women and use it as the natural platform it is to connect to Jewish women's health, well-being, and healthy relationships, enhancing Jewish women and family life. We invite you to visit our website, www.theedencenter.com, to learn more about our work in making mikvah relevant, welcoming, and meaningful. This episode is is recorded by Karen Miller-Jackson, edited by Megha Shore, and is a product of the Eden Center. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please consider sponsoring a podcast in dollars or shekels at bit.ly backslash E-D-E-N-P-O-D. Additionally, give us a five-star rating, share this podcast on social media, and encourage others to subscribe. We welcome your feedback by email at podcasts at theedencenter.com.